Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, May 27th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, we did it. <laughs> we did it, Joe. We did it. We, did. we kept a secret. Some of you guys can't keep a secret, and I kept my secrets. I mean, did we? We kind of spilled all the tea on yesterday's episode, although we didn't mention the Pippa part, which is the thing we knew the longest. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Well, that's the thing is like, well, here's the thing. We mentioned it at the cusp of the announcement. Some of these people have been spilling the damn tea since they've known it. And I'm like, girlies, you got to calm down. That's not how this works. that's that's how that's how tea does not get shared if you exactly. go out there blabbing and all over the place. But little teases, we can do little teases. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. We, we enjoy the teases, but we'll get into all NDA. of that. I held up my NDA. That's all I want to say. So I did not have to sign an NDA, I so I could have blabbed all I wanted, <laughs> but I chose not to. Fair enough. Uh, out of respect for my sources. But we will get to that here in a second. Um, but something I wanted to talk about before we get into the news, you and I are continuing the week of special episodes. And right like 30 minutes before we started recording, the latest special episode came out on the regular feed. It actually came out earlier in the day in Patreon. And that was your conversation with the legendary, the iconic Judy Kuhn. Yeah, I mean, this was like a dream come true. So I, I absolutely urge everybody to go as soon as you shared it on on the Twitters. I was like, okay, it's up. Uh, so I want everyone yeah. to go listen to that lovely conversation. Hopefully I don't sound ridiculous. I mean, I was ill and I was incoherent yeah, and I was a fan. So I wasn't. No, you know, what's funny. I haven't said that because I never tested positive, but I know I was very sick oh, and okay. I'm pretty sure that I had COVID. I no, 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 no. Okay. It's just funny because I didn't want to be not transparent, but it's just weird because there's this there's I believe a new variant that the tests aren't being able to pick up but i know i was very sick mm-hmm. the people around me did have test positive for covid but i never did so i just treated it like it was and got through Good but um either way it's it's a conversation and i hope that you go listen to it with me and judy kuhn yeah and it, i don't think i've mentioned it here on broadway or on uh, today on broadway yet but the day before was my latest interview with alexandra silver longtime listeners will know that i've interviewed her two times previously, including on the very first episode of Tell Me More. Um, uh, Al is one of the best, and she is uh, one of my favorite people to talk to, let alone interview. So head over and check out that episode as well. All right, Grace, let's do it. We've been teasing. We got our hopes up for certain things. It inspired an entire unplanned or at least previously unplanned trip for me to come back to New York, as well as your show coming up uh, uh, at the She NYC Festival. But on Thursday, it was officially confirmed that the New York City Center Encore's production of Into the Woods will be transferring to Broadway's St. James Theater starting next month. With some caveats, because a lot of the stars that you saw at City Center will not be joining. However, uh, the great Sarah Bareilles will be returning as the baker's wife. Gavin Creel will be returning as the wolf and Cinderella's prince. Uh, Cole Thompson will be Jack and Julie Lester will be Little Red Riding Hood. However, Neil Patrick Harris, Heather Headley... Um, Danae Benton and uh, Jordan Danica, who we didn't even see because he was sick, they will not be returning. But here's the thing. So we've heard about this transfer for a while. And at one point, we just thought it was the City Center cast. Then we started hearing, nope, Heather's not doing it. Nope, Neil's not doing it. Nope, Danae's not doing it. And we're like, holy hell, what is going on? And we got a little, we did a little tweeting about how disappointed we were. And then we heard who was doing it. And we got excited again. Because in this new cast will include 
Brian Darcy James as the baker, <laughs> Patina Miller as the witch, Philippa Sue as Cinderella, and Joshua Gosh Darn Henry as Rapunzel's prince. It is absolutely <laughs> absurd that you go from the cast they had to us getting disappointed to bringing us back with that. Although we did say it privately, we were like, this is a two-month, eight-week run. Yeah. I bet they can get some folks to do a Broadway show, you know, a Sondheim show for that little amount of time. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely made sense. And of course, like, I'm not going to, you know, disclose all the conversations that I had regarding this because yeah. it's, I mean, it's so nuanced. And I, I've seen a lot of people, you know, commenting on this being like, why couldn't they make this happen with so-and-so? And, and just know that there are a million factors behind these yeah. things. And it's not because anybody if they disappointed. Could have, they would of have. course. And that's the thing is like, I love watching Heather Headley on my Magnolia mm-hmm. show um, set and, you know, they, they shoot it in Atlanta or whatnot. Um, so I know that these people are booked and busy and Neil Patrick Harris famously is always booked and busy so um it's no surprise to us but what i think is one of the funniest things is like the crossover between danae benton and philippa sue's career these (laughs) women are nothing alike but they also have like traded spaces and so many times and it's 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 kind of sweet and and, but joshua henry taking on rapunzel's prince who does not have a song by the way who just sings in agony is one of those times where i'm like if we just added a track you know what i mean if we just like if there's like is there a cut song anywhere well like if you remember there was the one that josh uh i'm sorry john cameron mitchell added uh to the first into the woods recording there was a second mm-hmm. jack song um that was that was featured on there so i'm like what do we need to do rapunzel's prince you've got some things going for you <laughs> yeah well yeah. it kind of reminds me of when we saw Josh in the tap dance kid at encores when we were like, what is he doing in this show? He has nothing that he's like, his part is small. He doesn't really sing a whole lot. Then at the end, he has like this unbelievable show stopping 11 o'clock number. Rapunzel's Prince doesn't have that, but you're like, cool. Joshua Henry's in this. But as Rapunzel's Prince, he doesn't do a lot. Don't get me wrong. I think he will absolutely slay with Gavin on Agony. But it's like, my God, this is, a you know, uh, uh, the abundance of riches when you have Josh Henry to play Rapunzel's Prince, which is like, I don't know, like the eighth biggest part in the show. Yeah. I mean, technically, you could do Back to the Palace, which was a cut song, uh, but that's by Cinderella. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a different situation. Yeah. And they've had different. I, it might have been the Vanessa Williams um revival where yeah. the prince has alternated the wolf. I don't know if they'll, that's not how it's listed in any of this. It's still Gavin Creel as the wolf and Cinderella's prince, but I suppose they could do that if they really wanted to. Um, but either way, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Another thing that's really interesting to me in t- talking about like the Danae and Pippa great comet connection and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Similarly, we know that Heather Headley, previously played the witch at the 11,000 seat Muni outdoors a few years ago before doing it at city center. She is now being replaced by of course, uh, Tony winner, Patina Miller who played the witch at the outdoor gazillion seat Hollywood bowl in 2019. So it's like these two Titans of the musical theater have done this role outdoors in front of like, you know, a, huge crowds and now they're bringing it to this production it's just another little fun little synchronicity um that that is really kind of interesting about this production and makes me excited 
Yeah, no question. I mean, that's the same thing. So again, we are thrilled to see this group of performers come together for arguably one of the greatest shows of all time, if not my favorite musical. So um, mm-hmm. we're not we're not butthurt anymore. Is the point? I, I'm, no, I'm thrilled we with were, the Baker. We were a little... Yeah, we were definitely yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah, I booked a whole trip to see that and to free a mockingbird. Oh. And while I am very excited to see to free a mockingbird, I was like, Yeah, I'm like, save yourself, uh, Matt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you told me to cancel my trip. I wasn't going to do that. But um, another thing I will note, um, in the initial casting announcement and things we've heard behind the scenes, um, the great Anne Harada will not be continuing with this production. I believe that that might be because Shemigadoon season two is filming this summer in Vancouver. Don't wait. This is you're breaking this to me right now. Are you serious? I I believe that is the case. This is uh, take it with a grain of salt, but that is what the streaming interwebs have told me through via the day job. So no, I'm that's stupid. What I, think. I didn't realize she wasn't in the cast. Oh yeah, no! she's not in the cast. No, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, she's, no, she was not listed initially. They did say in the press release that more casting will be announced. I assume it will be that Annie Golden is back as. Um, uh, the giant's wife. Cinderella's what's that? The, the giant's wife, Cinderella's um, uh, mother, and uh, there's one other part that I don't remember, but she's great. But Anne Harada oh, is not Red's in the cast. Little Red's grandmother, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, very interesting. I'm excited. I Ash, Ashley and I bought tickets as soon as they went on sale, so uh, we will be seeing it on August 2nd when I'm in town because I wasn't oh. missing this. So we are very, very excited for that. Yeah, Brooke Ishibishi and also Kennedy, who plays Milky White. I mean, uh, the Asian representation. Yeah, yeah, the Asian representation in the show has been transcendent for me. So if not Anne yeah. Harada, an Asian woman, please. <laughs> yeah, well, but also we we really should mention how great Milky White is. Kennedy uh, Kanagawa as Milky White. Like, yeah, I've never seen. I've seen so many different takes on Milky White. And that might be the most the like emotionally impactful and humorous performances of that part that I've ever seen. You know, I love a puppeteer, and this one was no different. I literally, <laughs> literally love a puppeteer. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's get into some other news. Let's talk about some off-Broadway stuff. We got some great news uh, over the last few days. Let's start off at the Public Theater, where the Pulitzer Prize-winning play Fat Ham has announced another extension. It is now going to be running downtown through july 3rd a show that i i'm not sure when the pulitzer prize windows uh go but i wouldn't be surprised if a case for the existence of god ends up being at least a finalist or a potential winner if it's eligible next year it has now had its third extension uh off broadway at the pershing square signature uh theater it will now run through june 5th and speaking of Pulitzer Prize and Pulitzer Prize adjacent shows, the Pulitzer Prize finalist Circle Jerk has announced the performance times for its upcoming off-Broadway live slash streaming Pride Month return. Um, it'll have a handful of 10.30 p.m. shows as well as one Saturday matinee. We will have a link in the show notes to where you can get all of the information to uh, when to see it and how to see it. I'm, I'm going because it's at the Connolly Theater downtown and I have yet yeah. to go. And that's where the whole She NYC Festival is going to be. So I'm really excited to see the show live and in that theater because the photos of the place is stunning. So if you've never been and you yeah. need Lower East Side uh, food recommendations for theater, look no further than me, baby. Is that where Bedlam does shows? Does Bedlam do shows at the Connolly oh, Theater? Oh, I'm actually not sure. 
Um, that's a good question. Maybe. I feel I feel like I've seen something at the Connolly Theater, and I think it might have been Bedlam's Crucible. Yeah, uh, the, the Google machine has told me that I'm correct. They uh, off-Broadway production of The Crucible from the Bedlam Theater Company. Uh, it's at the Connolly Theater. It's a great, great space. You're going to love it. It's mm-hmm. uh, very, very cool. It's like they only actually, 100 seats. I, well, what I, I'm not sure because when I did it, they actually did it backwards where you had to like walk around the stage to get to the seats. They basically did the stage where the seats were and the seats where the stage is. Um, so it's a little backwards how I saw it, but either way, uh, I can't wait to see you do that show there. Um, one other real quick thing that I want to throw in here that, um, was in the Broadway briefing yesterday, uh, something that excites me tremendously. And I don't know that it will excite many other people, but global creatures, which was the production company behind the severely underrated Godzilla musical will present a developmental workshop of Muriel's wedding, the musical from August 15th through September 16th in New York city. Casting is currently underway. The, show features a bunch of ABBA music um, and it also features original songs by Kate Miller Heideke and Keir Nuttall um, it had an Australian premiere uh, probably four or five years ago and the cast album is tremendous it is one of the most fun things which of course it's ABBA music if you know Mamma Mia like you know that music's fun but I love the cast album for Muriel's Wedding so if this ends up getting a New York run I will be very very excited they do have plans for a US premiere later this year or well it'll be announced later this year i think it'll probably happen in 2023 sorry but i thought that mama mia was muriel's wedding mm, i thought it was no. like the same plot i thought that that was its like origin story no am uh, i crazy the tony collette movie yes i saw that movie like a long time ago so i don't actually remember anything <laughs> plot related because i feel um, insane i'm this- like if it has abba music and it's based on the same source material isn't that like the same thing <laughs> it's like it's like saying uh i mean it's the same it, key it's art like having- it's like a bride with her head thrown yes. back yeah have you ever seen the story about the key art for mamma mia and where they got that stock photo i i remember this lore but go on yeah it's i don't remember it's just a great story it's just it was just some random bride stock photo that ended up being like the biggest thing in the world anyway all right we'll move on from there and talk about our sponsor for this week today ticks grace true story after the show yesterday (laughs) i I called you and I realized that people in my generation call people in your generation usually don't answer the phone. So I appreciate you answering the phone. And I asked you, I said, Hey, do you want to go see a cat on a hot tin roof with me off Broadway when I'm in town? And you said, yes. And I said, great, because it's the last day of this great, uh, ticket deal that today ticks is happening i'm gonna buy two tickets and we bought tickets to go see cat on a hot tin roof via today ticks when i'm in town in early august but that's how easy it is all you have to do is get onto the today ticks app or the website find what you want and you can get tickets in as little as 30 seconds it's amazing the prices are great it gives you opportunities to see things that you might not have even known existed if you weren't a fan of Today Ticks. Oh, so true, Bestie. So there's so much flexibility involved. That's why Matt was able to literally call me up and say, do you want to do this? Great, it's done, it's booked. You can get your tickets months in advance or even say that you're in the city and you're just walking around and you're at 54th Street and you're like, wow, the world is my oyster. How? What should I do tonight? I don't want to go to any booths or anything. I just want to fire up my app. Well, 
while you can, you can get tickets day of, even if you're feeling spontaneous. And they've got exclusive offers. They give you access to exclusive pre-sales, which is really nice because they have that industry in. Uh, they have limited time offers like the one Matt and I just talked about. And then a digital lottery every morning, 9.55, I fire up my Today Ticks app and see what lotteries I can enter. And it's absolutely worth it. They've got programs with sold out shows and day of discounted tickets. See that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todaytakes.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. So that's promo code Broadway at todaytix.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. T-O-D-A-Y-T-I-X dot com slash Broadway. Grace, real quick, I want to talk about a story from earlier this week. Actors' Equity Association revealed its newest slate of 2022 officer and counsel- officers and counselors following the most recent elections. Uh, Wadetta Carter was reelected as the first vice president representing principal actors. Albin Donis was elected second vice president representing chorus actors. Aaron Maureen Coster was elected third vice president representing stage managers. And Sandra Karras was reelected as the secretary and treasurer. More than 40 counselors seats were filled effective immediately across all three regions and representing four categories, principal actor, chorus actor, stage manager, and at large. Some of the names you might know who got these uh, positions that are good for four years um, are Stephen Bogardis, Ashley De La Rosa. Wait, Stephen, he was in Falsettos and also he was the dad in Bright Star. Yes, he was also the original lead in Girl from the North Country off-Broadway, and he did not continue with it to Broadway. But yeah, so they are from the East Region Principal Counselor Slate. You've got Todd Bonapane uh, Mm. from the Chorus Counselors. The East Region Stage Manager Counselors are Ruthie Kramer, Ira Mont, and Bernita Robinson. Um, The East Region At-Large Counselors, this one's fun. Bert Rodriguez, who most of you don't know, but he's an Orlando actor. Um, Orlando is the largest equity hub in the country outside of New York uh, because of all of the theme parks here. And Bert, I'm going to be seeing him as Nina's dad in uh, in in the Heights here coming up uh, either this week or next week. I can't remember when my tickets are, but I'm very excited for that. So congratulations to all of those folks. All right, let's wrap up the show, Grace, with a couple of feel-good recommendations. I'll mention mine here real quick, then I'll turn it over to you. (laughs) This is just a flashback because we know Patina Miller is going to be playing the witch in Into the Woods on Broadway. I threw in a video of her doing The Last Midnight at the Hollywood Bowl. It is different than... Uh, than Heather Headley, but it is very spooky and ominous. So I'll be interested to see how she adapts that to the Broadway stage. And now, Grace, even though I had this in my script (laughs) before you told me you wanted to talk about it, tell me about what's going on with some Frozen Company members uh, from from the national tour. So here's what's really exciting. First of all, these are three Asian American artists that have collaborated on this one project. But what's kind of insane is that um, not only do I adore all of these women, but I all know them separately. And the fact that they all got together for this project is kind of nuts. And I had to tell them that I had already told them about each other months before. And then they realized, oh my gosh, that's the same person. So um, if you listen to this track written by Julia Ryu, it's called The Girl of My Dreams. And uh, 
Marina Kondo, who I had featured also on like my TikTok before as being one of the Anna covers. Um, she's a Japanese American woman. I, I also just adore her as a friend. But if you also watch the video that Playbill posted that we're linking to you, uh, you can see Nika Lindsay performing as well. That's, uh, you know, these, these girls have just been a part of my life now for a year plus. Um, and the fact that they collaborated to this music video while they were on the Frozen tour, uh, is, is kind of amazing. The piano accompaniment is by one of also someone part of the tour, uh, Jenna Me Dosh is is part of it, but Julia graduated. The composer for the song graduated from Harvard today. She sang a song oh. from her Shim Chong uh, Korean Disney Princess musical uh, called Dive, which you oh, absolutely right, have. Right, right, yes, right. do you remember yeah. me talking about this on the show? I do. Yeah. So I reached out to Julia. Um, when she had about 7,000 TikTok followers, it came up on my For You page and I said, hey, I just think you're a star and I want to be your friend. And so we started messaging and collaborating and I talked her through some stuff. And um, not only does she have her first big musical commission, she's also being um, advised by Janine Tesori and um, she also was working at ART. She's going to be the biggest next um, composer star. I believe that she not only has written an incredible project with Shim Chung, uh, which I believe will be a Korean Disney princess musical. Um, I She gets it. And I think that her work is really exciting. And I had shown Marina her work months ago in Chicago. when I was like going on her TikTok. She was like, oh my God, she seems so cool. And then here she is performing one of her songs. It's just a full circle moment. And um, I'm, I'm just thrilled for all of these artists. So please, please, please watch this beautiful music video if you have the time and make sure that you're following all of those people because they're going to blow up and then you're going to be like mm, I'm glad Grace told me about this beforehand so Julia Rio is is just congratulations again on your Harvard graduation <laughs> I think she's going to yeah. be okay yeah she'll be fine she's got a degree from Harvard she's going to be fine no matter what happens but especially if she ends up penning a uh, Disney princess movie so very very cool we will have links of both to both of those in the uh, in the show notes and on broadwayradio.com all right, everybody, that is all that we have for you today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWB Matt. Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Memorial Day holiday weekend. Uh, of course, we want to not only remember everybody who has uh, served and defended the United States, but of course, all of the sweet, sweet souls that have been lost to mass gun violence uh, over the last two weeks. It's been a uh, difficult well, it's always a difficult period of time for our country when it comes to things like that. But um, our hearts are with everybody over these last two very, very difficult days. All right, everybody. Um, hopefully you're able to enjoy the weekend and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday.